Hello and welcome back to the 18 Yards Podcast. Today's episode is quite special and I think, I think it's one that uh, everyone will enjoy listening to. Um, the IPL just concluded a couple of weeks back. Um, Ari was lucky enough to be working on it in a certain capacity. I really enjoyed watching it. A lot of us enjoyed watching it. And um, for its next edition, there is a mega auction coming up. Now, it's weird that I'm talking about cricket in a football podcast, but it's essential to what we're going to do in the next 45 minutes. Um, so, basically, what we're doing tonight is we are looking at the 20 Premier League teams um, as if they were about to enter the mega auction that the IPL is having in December. Uh, we're going to look at the retention. The retention rule is basically uh, a team has the option of um, being able to keep four players from their squad in the last season and they have to release all the rest of the players. Um, now, the rule is that two natives of the country, um, minimum, and a maximum of two overseas players are allowed to be retained. So, we're using the same same rules. For example, uh, Manchester United could retain um, Scott McTominay and Harry Maguire uh, and, say, Bruno Fernandes and Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, but they can't retain Bruno Fernandes, Ronaldo and... Um, Varan, um, and but they could retain three um, Indian players. Uh, sorry, uh, English players. Um, right. So with me as always is Ali. Um, we're gonna go through all twenty teams, discuss who we think if we were in charge in a hypothetical auction, hypothetical retention scheme like this. Who we would keep from each team. It doesn't have to be four players. It can be one, two, three, four. Um, the rule in the IPL is that the, uh, the fewer players that you retain, the more money you have to spend on other players in the in the auction. Um, anyway, so let's get right into it, Ari. Um, actually, before we get into this, um, I just want to ask if anything major has happened in the world of football in the last couple of days, particularly in the last 24 hours, and if any comments you have. On, on what's been quite a happening day or two? I think Tottenham, it's very... I've never seen this happen because Tottenham lost against United. In fact, they got thrashed, but end of the day, they won. Because uh, they've got one of the best managers in the world currently, Antonio Conte. And being a neutral in the Premier League, I'm really, really excited to see uh, Tuchel, Pep, Klopp and Conte in the same league fighting for the title. I think it's going to be amazing for all the interest out there. It might get frustrating for you, right? Because even though you have a good match, your score is still behind these three. But uh, I think it's, it's going to be better than it was for you before. <laughs> yeah, quickly for me, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really pumped. I've had a smile on my face all day. Um, he's one of my favorite managers, probably one of my top two, three favorite managers in the world at the moment. I was really heartbroken when it didn't happen. In June, we were actually recording an episode of the podcast and, and we had to cut midway because I got the notification and I, I didn't feel like recording anymore. But I'm happy it's finally happened. Uh, I mean, I don't still, I'm not expecting much uh, because we're, like you said, way behind the likes of Chelsea City and, and Liverpool. But, you know, you never know. He's a very, very, very good manager. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we, we got... Uh, the fourth spot because United seem like they aren't having a great season. Um, they're losing to Atlanta as we speak. 
Um, I don't know now if they do sack Ole after this week's fixtures, what will happen, who they'll bring in, because I don't see Zidane going there. I think Zidane will be waiting for the France national team job. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, the quality of the Premier League is going to be much higher. It's going to be entertaining. Um, so so let, let's, see how, let's see how it goes. And um, moving on from there, let's get right into the um, auction retention. Uh, if this episode goes well, maybe we can think about next week doing an auction as well uh, for maybe the top 10 teams in the Premier League, which is slightly easier because otherwise it'll be, it'll be too long. Um, let's get right into it with Arsenal. Um, uh, who are we thinking um, for the minimum two English players? See, if I was Arsenal, without any doubt, without looking further away from the two, the dynamic duo, as I like to call them, you know, homegrown players, Emil Smithrow and Bakayo Saka. I mean, these guys are really, really young. These guys are quality players and these guys can play in multiple positions. I think it's a no-brainer. Emil Smithrow and Bakayo Saka 100% should be on the list of the players Arsenal would retain. Yeah, so I think I agree with you there. I'd also go with Ramsdale and Kieran uh, um, Tierney. I mean, credit to Arsenal. They have a very good young squad. They have some very, very good English players, a good English young core. Um, Ramsdale is also uh, still very young. So, um, yeah, so I would go Saka, Emil Smithrow, Ramsdale and Tierney uh, as the four retentions for Arsenal. Uh, moving on from there, Aston Villa not having a great time right now. Possibly changing manager Paulo Fonseca is is being touted as the as Dean Henderson's replacement. You know, spent quite a bit in the summer. Um, we've got one of their uh, summer signings in this list. Uh, at least I'm going to go for one of the summer signings um, in uh, Bailey. I think he's a fantastic player. He's still young, um, and you know he's someone that you can really build a team around. Um, he can be one of the really vital members of the team. And also, uh, alongside Bailey, because we need at least two English players, I am going with Mings. He's their captain, talisman. I would have probably put um, someone like maybe Buendia or um, even uh, Scott McGinn, but you have to go English, so I, I would go, I would go uh, Mings. Yeah, right. I mean, I agree with you. Uh... You know, Buendia would have been a great pick, but then the player I'm about to say, I think everyone would agree that this guy deserves to be on the tension list. That's Emi Martinez. I think he's one of the best, if not the best keeper in the Premier League and one of the best in the entire world at the moment. You know, he's a brilliant player. You know, he has a great, great mentality. Uh, he's, a, he's a good player to have in, in the retention list. And another, uh, as the fourth player, uh, you know, the other English player, I think you already mentioned Leon, uh, Leon Bailey, uh, you know, with, because of his pace. There's one more player, there's striker who can also play uh, on the left, uh, Ollie Watkins. Uh, you know, he was a beast in the championship when he was playing for Brentford, came in into the Premier League last season, hit 13-14 goals, assist, assisted a quite a few goals. So, I think he's a great addition to the to this Villa team and I think going forward, he's a type of player you can build your team around. So, I think uh, Ollie Watkins, uh, Bailey, Emi Martinez and uh, Minks are the four retentions that we're going for. Uh, and that, that I would say that is a good core. That's a good spine uh, to build around. Um, moving on from Brentford to Brighton. Um, again, some good young players. I mean, I would retain their manager, first of all. <laughs> if there was something about that. But um, 
probably Lamptey and Dunk would be the two English players. And um, are there any other players you'd be looking at? Maybe three, maybe number three, number four. Uh, see, there's one more, one player which I always thought is going to go to a big club. If not this summer, then maybe next summer. Talking the real world. But now we're talking about retaining players. I think Brighton would look at Desuma and say, "White, you know, this guy, he's the spine of the team. You know, he's doing all the work behind the scenes. He's tackling, he's creating players from the deep, and he's scoring a few goals uh, on and off. So I think Desuma is a player that Brighton would love to have. They can build a team around him. So I think I would definitely retain Desuma. And I'm confused. Should, I, should, should Brighton retain Trossard or one of Mopri or someone? But then I think it's better to just not retain a player and have more money in the hypothetical auction that they're going to take. take part and maybe find someone exactly. better or to finish I, a goal. I think, I think um, again, for the next team, I would probably say the same thing. I wouldn't make four retentions. For Burnley, I would go Tarkowski and Nick Pope. Uh, and uh, are the two I, I would go for. I agree with you on uh, Tarkowski and Nick Pope, but there's one more player that I would like to go for is uh, Dwight McNeil. I mean, this guy, Burnley have, Burnley have been grooming this player for a long time now. I mean, he's still 20, 21 years old and he's been playing in the Premier League almost 90 minutes every game because of lack of quality in the entire squad. Uh, so, I think there's one player Burnley would retain uh, playing as a left-sided midfielder. I think uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great talent and because Burnley have been grooming him, I think he should be on the list. Right, moving from Burnley, we've got Chelsea. I'm going to let you get into... Uh... Oh, sorry, I, I missed Brentford. Uh... <clears throat> right. Um, who would you bring in from... Who would you retain from Brentford? Uh, the first name that comes to my mind is... Uh... Tony, I mean, even the manager, you know, the first thing, the first time I heard the manager speak, in fact, he was saying that Tony, for me, is the best penalty taker in the world. And we haven't seen him taking much penalties in Premier League this season as of now. But we've seen his overall play and I'm really impressed. I mean, he's, he, he can, I wouldn't say he's a playmaker. I have a forward like Benzema Lukaku. But the thing is, he does help the team in their build-up play. He does help creating a lot of opportunities for his strikes, Tottenham or BMO. And, uh, uh, he's just a great goal scorer with a natural goal scoring instinct. So I think the first thing that comes to my mind is Tony. Another one that comes to my mind, uh, you know, he's not as uh, big a superstar even in the lower leagues or lower teams. Is, but he's still a very integral part to this Brentford team. And that, in my opinion, is uh, David Raya, the, the goalkeeper, who's unfortunately currently injured. But you saw, I mean, uh, when he was not injured, Brentford looked more composed, more solid at the back. And uh, since after his injury, Brentford has only lost the fourth game. I think 3-1, three, three if I'm not wrong, uh, which does not go well with Brentford, the way we are playing the season. I think he's, he's, he's a really integral part of the team. And along with Tony, I would retain Raya, but I can't think of any other two players in this Brentford team. Um, so, you've gone for Tony and Raya, right? Yeah. So, I would add uh, uh, Mbuemo to that. He's had a really good start to the season. He's looked really good, especially with Tony. Um, but I think that's, that's all I would say. I would put these three. Um, now, moving to Chelsea. Um, what are we thinking? Who, who do you think uh, Chelsea would retain? See, if I'm Chelsea, I'm thinking I need 
a couple of players or even one player who can be the face of the team for a long time right and the two players that come to my mind are you know their academy boys Mason Mount who's already a world superstar assisted the Champions League winning uh Champions League winning goal Mason Mount and another one another homegrown player Reece James you know he scored two goals last weekend or both of them were beauties and he's a defender right so i think these two players can be the face of the team for Chelsea they're both homegrown both english players i think Chelsea would retain them without a doubt and uh, another player that i'm thinking uh Angelo Conte i mean you know uh, a lot of people a lot of people you know uh, he's he has a lot i, I don't think anyone hates Angelo Conte i mean he's one of the best if not the best defensive midfielders in the world currently and he's been at the same level for around 5 years now which is truly incredible so i did in mason mount i did in reece james i definitely retained uh, angelo conte and for my fourth pick i'm i'm really uh, you know i'm really confused between three players right one is lukaku who's a brilliant striker they just got him for over 100 million he's a great creator great goal scorer another one is edward mendy now this guy doesn't get as much ad- admiration as this guy deserves right this guy kept nine clean nine i think nine clean sheets in the champions league with chelsea won last year and he even now chelsea's defense is they hardly you know they hardly make any errors but whenever they make any error this guy's always there to save he has the best save uh, con- uh, shot to save conversion uh, save sorry save percentage in the premier league uh, i really like him so him lukaku and uh, jorginho is an- an- another player but i think if if chelsea already retaining and kante i don't think they should go out of their way to retain jorginho I think for me, Mendy should be the fourth one. Uh, not Lukaku. I would have gone. I would. I would have gone Lukaku here because I think if they if in this list if they're retaining a defender, uh, uh, mid two midfielders, then I would probably retain a a forward as well. So I would probably go Lukaku, and I think they'll probably end up getting enough. I think I mean in an auction situation, Lukaku would end up getting picked by someone else, but Mendy they could probably. try and get back you know um from chelsea moving on to crystal palace i would straight up over here retain um olise eberiche eze and um, zaha i think those are three extremely creative extremely tricky extremely bright um midfielders lovely to watch and and definitely three players you can completely build your build your team around there are lots of young players in in uh the palace team right now very good to watch but these are the three standout ones out there everton what are you thinking i think everton only two players in my opinion Do- dominic calvert lewin 100% you know this guy was a beast last season started off started off this season really well unfortunately got injured but when he's in full form he is an absolute monster he can head the ball and he can shoot with shoot with both the feet well and you know he he has his natural goal scoring instinct so dcl 100% and uh, john pickford you know because it's really hard to find uh, international goalkeepers in your team especially if the international goalkeeper is your english number one so i think they i think speaking from an everton everton point of view i think they retain pickford and uh, dcl i don't see them retaining anyone else i would have gone with luka dinia but he's been very subpar this season and we've seen you know his career gone like a sloping decline in his performance in the last couple of seasons right um everton moving on from everton leeds 
um, not having a great season this time, but I think still have some good quality players. I would go Bamford, Rafinha, and Phillips. Um, they're the two English players, plus probably their best player, their most flair player, their marquee player in Rafinha. Um, sort of covers the bases. Rafinha is a creative midfielder. Cal Phillips a holding, and Bamford is the forward. They don't really have any defenders that you can get excited about. Um, so I would just retain three players from Leeds um, and try and get some players that can fit Bielsa's mold. Right. Uh, now after Leeds, we have Leicester City. So who 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 you thinking? No, Leicester is very tough one because they've made a good, they've made a few good additions in the recently completed summer transfer window, and uh, but you know even even though he's old, but I think his leadership is something that Leicester have been really lucky to have. So I'd go with Casper Schmeichel because you know I, he's a good yeah. goalkeeper, and goalkeepers tend to have a longer uh, career than other outfield players. I can see, I can still think he still go on for at least. Three years, if not four years. He's a great leader. He's a captain. I, I would retain Casper Schmeichel. Uh, I would retain Yuri Tielemans. I think he is one of the best central midfielders in the Premier League. He can play as a number eight. He can play as a number number ten. As we've seen in the recent games, the Leicester's been playing because Madison has been very bad this season, and Tielemans has often he you know he's he has to come up to Madison's role also in the team. So I think I would surely surely retain Tielemans along with uh, Schmeichel. And uh, so then you have to retain two. You have to retain at least two English players now, right? Yeah. So yeah, that that's the problem because if I if I have to retain Michael and Telemans, I have to retain uh, two uh, two English players, right? So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, this one's hard. This one's really hard. Uh, who do? I would have said Jamie Vardy, but then I don't. I don't see him going on the same level for two more years or even one. Avi Ban, I, w- I I think I think at this point they would probably keep Madison, and probably either someone like Harvey Barnes or James Justin. Yeah, James Justin. You know, I completely forgot about James Justin because he's been injured since the start. He hasn't played a game this season. But last season we saw think, him. You know, he was an incredible player. That sounds that sounds pretty good. Schmeichel, Kellermans, Madison, and James Justin. Yeah, I think that'll do. That'll do. Moving on to Liverpool, I think Liverpool, um, in terms of their English players, exactly. I mean, they, they, okay. I mean, let's get the let's get the let's get the 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 hard and fast ones. No, wait, I, 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 I have an English. I have an English player for them. Trent Curtis Jones. Arnold. Trent. This guy's a beast, man. He's the best player in the world right now. Would you keep Curtis Jones? No, I think I'd rather keep Jordan Henderson because you need a leader, man. You need a leader. I think you can find a lot Van of players like Curtis they, Jones. They, they'll probably end up retaining Van Dyke. There's your leader. You have a point there. You have a point. I would I would keep one one young player. Joe Gomez. And keep I'd still go Curtis Jones over Joe Gomez. The ceiling is much higher. I think it's tough, but I think there's a good. You have a good argument for Curtis Jones. I mean, you if you're not if you're not retaining Henderson or obviously you can't retain Thiago and Fabinho. I think the only way we can go is Curtis Jones because he fills not all but a few roles that Liverpool midfield. And Man City. 
and oh we we forgot about we forgot this guy dude uh mosala obviously liverpool won't be taking mosala right no i already said mosala i said salah is the, the one i mean there's nothing needs to be said <laughs> yeah so city city the city that are fun uh i they keep foden yeah foden to if they I keep my eyes right foden first they'll keep kdv 100% kdv is then the team um now it's a three way battle for i think it's a three way battle for one spot uh, the overseas spot it's between bernardo silva joao cancelo or ruben dias all portuguese only one can be retained because you already retained kdv and it's very tough i'll probably go dias i was i was thinking cancelo because you know he can actually i'll also, i'd also go cancelo would you would you also retain grealish or keep it three players i keep it three players because i think uh, no yeah i i'll keep it because I, it's hard to justify grealish's you know he still hasn't justified 100 million price tag first of all in the real right. in the real football but um, he's a good player he's a great player though he's a great player then moving on from man city man united ronaldo even if it's for one season he comes and win you game I think that's the that's the Dhoni that's the Dhoni comparison. You get you keep the guy no matter what. Yeah, he is the Dhoni. So uh, Ronaldo, I would probably say Rashford. Yeah, Greenwood. And uh, Bruno, I'd say Bruno instead of Varane. I'd go Varane. But Baran. I think it's Bruno. I think Bruno's like if you think of Man United, I think he's already become the face of the team. But but if you're keeping Ronaldo, Rashford, Greenwood. Then, unless you switch Maguire in for one of Rashford or Greenwood, you have to pick Varane. I think yeah, it's also. I mean, I am. I would say Varane. I would put Varane down here. It's a really hard because I really like Bruno. I mean, he's he's been playing really well. But I think Varane is Varane. I mean, with the experience that he's got, I think. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because you already have Rashford, Greenwood, and Ronaldo, and you can easily buy another creator in in the world and. in the auctions what about newcastle uh said maxima 100% this guy is like who makes you fall in love in football yeah 100% callum wilson and maxima i'd only retain two from newcastle because they're not that great <laughs> yeah i i i just can't think of any other player who can just you who has who can justify him being retained apart from yeah. wilson and maxima Right. Um, Norwich. I'd clean. Lord Campbell. I'll clean. If I was Norwich, I'd clean house. Retain no one. Not even Todd Campbell. No one. You see that? Actually, yeah. I would. I would probably. I would probably start fresh. Yeah, exactly. Because see, I'm not saying Todd Campbell is overrated or underrated. But thing is, people have been saying Todd Camp Campbell is so good, but the, where are the numbers? Right? Where are the numbers? Where are his performances? He doesn't justify him being on attention list. Um, I mean, you could make the argument for someone like Todd Cantwell, someone like Max Adams, but I think if a team is doing that badly, you at some level you need a refresh. Yeah. Clean out. Um. Norwich. Yeah. So, moving on from Norwich, Southampton, uh, probably James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. He comes in, um, captain, leader, great player. 
uh, I'd go with uh, now maybe Levaramento. Maybe yeah, it's too early. Maybe, yeah. yeah, but he's really young. He's eighteen years old, man. I think he has a great potential. He has great potential, and the performance that uh, he's been putting in. I put him. Would in. you keep Jay Adams? No, I think they are better striker that they can get in the auction. So then, just uh, James Ward Prowse and Levaramento. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd also, uh, I might put Saliso in because he's he's common and become and. Be I would a, put Saliso in. Yeah, he's upgraded at defense. Spurs, I think Kane song are pretty standard. Yeah. Um. Harry Winks. No, and and just for the sole reason that I there is no second English first English uh, player that I would spend money on retaining at this time. Maybe a couple of years back you could have said Dele Ali, but um, I would probably go Kane, Son, and uh, you're confused between Romero and Hoybio, right? Uh, no, I'll go Romero. I'm confused between Romero and Tanga and Dombele, actually. I'd uh, put Romero if I was... Yeah, I'd probably put Romero in. Solid defender. Plus, with Conte's back three, he's going to be a yeah. beast. Watford? I'd uh, retain Saar. Saar, and I guess you have to... Is it is the rule that if you retain one international player, you have to retain one um, native player? I think, right? No, no. I think if if you if you're retaining one player, uh, you can retain anyone. So just saw it. Yeah, I think I think all of other all of the other players that they have are easily replaceable. Even Sar is, but then yeah, he's what for. Uh. West Ham, Declan Rice. Yeah, first name on the list. Declan Rice. Antonio, Antonio. gives you two years of quality football. Uh, I'd go Jared Bowen as a other second Englishman. Because unfortunately, Antonio has changed his uh, nationality and he's a Jamaican now. Yeah. But I'll go with Bowen. He's young and he's been playing really well this season. I think and, that's uh, it. Or would you maybe put Ben Rama in there? Yeah, I think we can put Ben Rama in. But I wouldn't like go out of my way to retain Ben Rama, you know? You have a point. He's not essential. I mean, if you yeah, already exactly. didn't move in and you already have Declan Rice and Antonio, I think you don't need yeah. to retain Ben Rama. Uh, final team, um, Wolves. Connor Cody, I think, is your first Englishman. Yeah, um, yes. Uh, I think you and my first overseas will be Jimenez. Jimenez. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I think maybe one more international player. Uh, Neves. I think they can look at Neves or uh, Wang. But Wang's too too fresh yeah. in the league to be. Wang is fresh, but he's a very, very good player. So I would, yeah, I was yeah. going to say Wang, but I, I agree on Neves. I would probably put Neves in there. Yeah, Neves has been, you know, he's been part of the core for a long, long time now. I think he deserves to be retained. Right. So. 
so that's it i'm not going to go through the entire list again um but we will be putting it out on our social media um and this is something we forgot to the additional segment is something we had been planning to add um but i forgot to mention it last week when we were recording um is i think something we thought we'll do something fun at the end of every episode um we're going to be giving our top 3 or debating our top 3 um side dish with a burger so you know um while you're watching a game let's do this while you're watching a game what is your favorite snack top 3 um i would probably go I mean when I go to the stadium it's always it's always either because the Spurs stadium has really good um these fried chicken strips with uh fries or then a burger with fries but I'm I'm going to go burger with fries as number 3 now okay number 3 right I mean I can have a burger any time of the day but you know while watching the game Uh, I've seen I've seen your I've seen your snaps every day with potato wedges and your That's my number one. Wedges is number one for me. Every <laughs> time Madrid is playing I'll have wedges. It's a tradition. Wedges is number one for me. But number 3 uh, I also like to have onion rings. Uh with a burger without a burger doesn't matter as long as I'm having onion rings. I'll put that as my number 3. So we've got potato wedges, onion rings and uh chicken strips i'm not going burger because like you said you can have burger whenever um i'm going to veto onion rings and go with um uh, nachos that's a good one that's a good one that's a good easy um, to make and you can have it with any dip exactly so so that's our that's our three uh, snacks with a while watching a match nachos potato wedges and chicken strips um let us know what you guys eat uh, with a match and, and and other other weird stuff you'd like us to talk about at the end of each episode um as always thank you for listening uh, we're always open to feedback um suggestions everything ari thank you as always um and we'll be returning again next week hopefully by that time conte has had a smashing result at the weekend um But but yeah, he's playing the conference league first, right? He's playing the conference league first, right? No, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Stay safe, guys.